Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Hello, everyone. I'm Alicia. And I'm Nathan. And welcome to episode 10 of Adventures in Mousecapades. Holy cow. That's a lot of episodes. It is a lot of episodes. And, and more. More to come. More to come. Just like Kylo. More. Something like that. More. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's she's mm. looking at me in this face. I should stop. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Today we are, are continuing on our 2013 westbound Panama Canal adventure. Indeed. Today is all about the Panama Canal transit. Yes. Just one day. Typically our our trip reports have been covering, you know, four or five days or even a week. Today we're talking about a single day. Yes. And that day was Sunday, May 12th, 2013. This day started very early. You got up earlier. I did to work on getting all the cameras set up and everything, and I was having nothing of it. No. I wanted to sleep. Yes. So you you had your alarm set for nice and early. Yep. And I I turned back over and put a pillow over my head and said, whatever. I woke up at five <laughs> o'clock. We were supposed to haul anchor about five fifteen, is what they had said, and I wanted to get a time lapse video through the canal. And I figured, okay, great. I'll I'll start it at 5.15 and we'll go from there. Unfortunately, they hauled anchor at 4.53. And so when I woke up at 5, we were already moving, (laughs) which freaked me out. But uh, it all turned out okay. I had a webcam that I put on a Gorillapod. If you don't know, Gorillapod is this flexible tripod. And I could wrap the legs around the railing out on our veranda and point the camera outside. And I had this big, long USB extension cable that I could route through our sliding door to the veranda. And that allowed us to close the door and still have a connection to the camera because I kept my laptop inside. I didn't want that out in the heat and humidity. It was hot and humid. As our good friend and former Disney Cruise member would like to say, Dean, what's the weather like today? It's hot. hot. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was oppressive. I will admit it was oppressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Alicia wanted to Alicia wanted to sleep. It was uh, it was a, you were tired that day. I am not a morning person anytime. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I just it was a grumpy day for me for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. It, it happens occasionally. I still love you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I didn't want to go up on deck or anything. I'm like, I will. I think the weather was part of it as well. I am a very fair-skinned redhead, and I don't do well in heat or humidity. This was hot it, and it was, humid. It was very uncomfortable. You could cut the air with you a could knife. See it? You yeah. Could. It was yeah. even even super early in the morning like this. It, it was oppressive. It was, it was very yeah. very noticeable. Yes. But you were out very early, getting everything set up. Yep. And went up top, I believe, as well, just to see what was going on. I did. I um, was I was kind of all over. I you roundabout. I stayed in the room. Yeah. I went out for food. <laughs> but I basically, I watched from our balcony and I watched uh, on the TV 
yeah. in the room. They had the the cameras, the ship cameras facing out so you could see what was going on. They showed it that camera in the rooms and they showed it on the funnel vision, which is the big huge movie screen right. on the big funnel up on the deck by the pool. Right. And it wasn't just that you could see what was going on. They also had an expert on board to narrate what you were seeing and what was going on. That's right. Mr. Ken Puckett. Yeah. Captain. Captain. Pardon me. Captain Ken. Captain Ken Puckett was on board telling us all about the Panama Canal transit from his vast knowledge and yes. expertise. Ken was a Panama Canal pirate pilot. Not a pirate. <laughs> Not a pirate. Pilot for close to 20 years, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he was on board with us, giving all sorts of lectures and just telling us about the area, the Panama Canal, yeah, everything. Yeah, he did an hour or an hour and 15 lecture every day of the cruise leading up to the Panama Canal. And the amount of knowledge that that man has in his brain is just incredible. Mm -hmm. We learned about the history of the Panama Canal and the multiple attempts to build it how it ran, all the logistics, some of the politics, mm -hmm. what's it like to work on the canal. Uh, we really knew uh, it, was, it was a master's level course in the Panama Canal, if you will. Yep. And then after the, the Panama Canal cruise, Captain Puckett also did several lectures on the history of Panama itself and the culture and the people. Uh, it, was, it was really great to have him on board and to be able to learn a lot from him. Yes. And we had a couple just one-on-one -on -one conversations with him as well. Yeah. Very personal guy. Uh, really great chatting with him. And he actually has a book available too. If any of you are interested, his name is Captain Kenneth Puckett. You can find his tales of adventure as a Panama Canal pilot out at any bookstore. Yeah. Or, or online yes. service. Yeah. Multiple uh, multiple sources yeah. are available. So nice, bright, and early, we started our Panama Canal transit into the first set of locks. Technically, it was dark and early. Dark and early. Yes, we started our first <laughs> set of locks through <laughs> through the Panama right. Panama Canal. We came from the north and west on the Atlantic side and going to the Pacific, south and easterly. Yes, that's mm -hmm. right. That's the Panama every, Canal is backwards. Every, every every single which way. It's wonky. all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we arrived at the Gatun Locks about six ten in the morning, and it was so amazing to see this ballet of shoremen and line handlers on the ship, and you know they tie up to these like little little electric uh, or diesel electric basically. Uh, locomotives on a train track that helped guide the ships through the lanes of the canal. Again, this was the old canal, yes. not the new locks. We and were in the old canal. Locks. We could see some of the construction. They were just starting to get the excavation underway for the new locks back in 2013, but they were really just starting to be holes in the ground effectively. Yep. And the Disney Wonder was the only ship from Disney that could fit through the old Panama Canal locks. At that point. At that point. Right. Um, the Magic used to be able to fit through, but they did a retrofit on it and added a ducktail to the Magic uh, to make it more buoyant. Yes. Um, and that extended it 
past the capacity of the locks. Right. When we went through on the Disney Wonder, the ship was 964.9 feet long and 105.8 feet wide, which effectively makes it a Panamax ship. It is the maximum size that could get through the original Panama Canal. And Captain uh, Puckett would tell this funny story. I think uh, uh, one of the guests asked, you know, how does the ship's captain or the pilot know if they're in the middle of the lane? How do they know that they're, they're in the middle of the lock? And the answer was effectively, if you don't hear any scraping of metal on concrete, you're in the middle. And that is pretty darn accurate. Yes. There's like a foot and a half or two feet on either side of the ship, and that was it. The lock chambers are 1,000 feet long and 110 feet wide. Okay, so there's less than two feet on either side <laughs> of the ship. 110 feet of lock and 106 feet of ship wide. So yeah, there's we're basically two feet on either side. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. It, was, could, it was tight. <laughs> we could see a... We were in the left lane, so there was there's two sets of locks, two sets of three locks. There's a left lane and a right lane. We were in the left lane, and there was a cargo ship in front of us uh, over in the right lane. And when that cargo ship would start moving forward because they were ready to go into the lock ahead, their propeller, their prop wash would actually spill over the doors of the lock into the, the lock behind them because the propeller was that close to those doors. It was incredibly tight yes. in those. And I don't think we lost any paint on that one. No, I don't think. I think there may have been a little paint lost on our 2020 transit, if I remember correctly. I remember them painting afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really neat to see the little trains, the locomotives yeah. going up and down on their, their tracks and, and just helping guide the ships through yeah. the canal. And and locks are always, it's just an amazing feat of engineering. Yeah, We have much smaller locks out here in the Seattle area that we visited a couple of times. Like yeah. we've gone through on a, a tour boat. Tour boat. Yeah. Um, we've actually gone to visit the locks in person as well. Just checking them out, watching boats go through and you can actually just walk across the locks too, which is kind of neat. Which is amazing because in, in Panama, even on the old locks, you could dr drive right over. It yeah. was a single lane road that you mm -hmm. could drive across the doors of the locks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously when they're closed. Yes. But, <laughs> but it was cool. And we have so many amazing pictures. And like we were alluding to, I actually was able to take a time lapse. So I have a time lapse all the way through the canal from about 5.15 in the morning until 5.15 in the evening. So just after we pulled up our anchor and started towards the first lock on the Gatun side uh, in the Atlantic side. And then the, the video ends 12 hours later around 5.15 in the evening, right as we pass the sea buoy into the Pacific and mm -hmm. pick up speed. It's, Ah, I am so proud of that video. <laughs> it's um, really cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. I added some text, and this was, you know, oh my gosh, holy cow, nine 20, years ago, twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's text on it. It's not the um, most amazing quality, but uh, again, this was you know the dark ages of technology back <laughs> nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. So that's on YouTube. I will post a link to uh, to that here in the show notes or. And also probably uh, link to that uh, from our socials, but it was it was really cool. And it so a lot really of fun. what we talk about is narrated through text 
in that video. Yes. So you can see you can see what happened. Yeah, so we got into the first lock around uh, 6, 10 in the morning. And about an hour and a half later at 7.45, we were out of the first three locks. And we were, I forget what the length or the height difference. I want to say it was like 90-ish feet or something like that of difference up into the lake. Yeah. And we actually had to drop anchor for about an hour in the lake because there were delays on the Pacific side. And the way the Panama Canal operates is you have these huge ships weigh anchor overnight outside of the the canal on the Pacific side and, and the Atlantic side. And then first thing in the morning, the ships start entering from both directions. And in theory, they pass each other. And then by the time the last ship entering in from the Pacific is through the most narrow section, which is over on the Pacific side of the canal. That's when the first Atlantic to Pacific uh, ship gets there. And so there's no traffic jams. Uh, You don't have a problem with that single lane road effectively. Unfortunately on this morning, there was fog over on the Pacific side. Causing delays. Causing delays. And so we had to wait in Gatun Lake, just outside the locks, for about an hour, waiting for that slower, delayed traffic to make it far enough into the Panama Canal that we were clear to proceed. Uh, and Disney paid the Lightning Lane fee. Yep, they got Genie Plus that day and paid for the individual Lightning Lane for the fancy ride of the <laughs> Panama Canal. <laughs> exactly. So it was... Uh, about $375,000 or so. Just a bit more than what it is for Rise of the Resistance. Right. That's 370,000? <laughs> no. But yeah, it was it was cool. So we were the fir- we were not the first ship from the Atlantic into the lake, but we were the first ship in the lake to start transiting towards the Pacific Ocean. And it was really amazing to watch these huge ships maneuver around these rather tight turns yes. in the canal and then pass us at like, I don't know, a hundred, 200 feet or so off our, off our side. Yeah. We got, we got some good pictures of just other various ships out there. Right. Um, there's like a, a car, there's carrier. car carriers, there's bulk carriers, there's container ships, there's all sorts of yeah. stuff. There's other cruise lines too. We there passed was. a couple of cruise yeah. lines and we were actually on the on the port side on the left side of the of the ship and the canal kind of operates in i guess the western style uh, if you will <laughs> you, you drive on the right hand side of the road sorry england and <laughs> and uh, uh the canal operates the same way so we were uh, transiting and and all these other ships were passing uh on our side of the ship and so they're all in the video it's it's really cool and it's our pictures fun. and just the variety of ships that go through. It's mm-hmm. kind of neat. And just seeing the names, like we got a bunch of snapshots of, of ships and their names. And it was fun. Cool. Yeah. We, we, I nerded out pretty, pretty heavily <laughs> through the whole day. Uh, it was, it was just really cool to see. We'll post some of these pictures onto our social medias. I'll do my best to not just have this dump of like a thousand <laughs> pictures and it becomes a Panama canal channel, but there are some some really just beautiful shots uh, that we will absolutely share with you all. Yep. So we were in the lake for about an hour, and then we started towards the other set of locks. Yep. 
We uh, continued our crossing about um, 9.30 or so in the morning, and by about just shy of 2 o'clock, we got to the first lock towards the Pacific side, and that is the Pedro Miguel lock. And on the Pacific side, it's a little different with the old canal, uh, with the old locks, rather, in that there's two locks on the Pacific side and then a short stretch and then there's this one other lock to get you up to the the level of Lake Gatun and the rest of the canal. On the Atlantic side where we had come in, it's all three locks are together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and w- one thing I, I do want to point out, and it's on the uh, it's in here in our pictures and it's I noted it on our video as well. As you transit the canal uh, roughly halfway through there's a river that comes in from the jungle and that feeds the vast majority of water that is used for the canal. Just to the Pacific side of that river is a little prison and that's where Manuel Noriega was being kept. And so I noted that in the video. So if you uh, keep an eye out in the video and you'll see, hey, you can see Manuel, Manuel, uh, Manuel excuse me, Noriega and give him a wave. Of course, He's not there anymore. <laughs> he's, he's not with us anymore. So yeah, we got down uh, one lock and then kept going and got down the second. Uh, set of two and, and off towards the Pacific. It was really neat. I think before we got to even that first lock, we got to the Guyard Cut. And that is effectively the continental divide between the Atlantic and Pacific. And they literally had to cut through a mountain. You can see how they did it, and it's all terraced and everything. Yeah, it's terraced, looks like steps. And we got over towards there, and it just started pouring buckets. It was some of the heaviest rain that I have ever seen. And we used to live in the U.S. southeast, so we've seen some heavy rain. Yeah, we've been a part of some very heavy rain showers. This was just... You hear of raining buckets, and that's, that's what this was. It was really heavy rain, and it was ridiculously hot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but gorgeous. It was. Um, this rain shower was really neat. Uh, there was no thunder or lightning. Nope. Nope. Which is fine. Yeah. But it was It was just, it was still stunningly, stunningly beautiful. Yeah. There was, there was a ship. There was another, like, maybe a container ship or something out there, and it was raining so hard, like, it had little waterfalls going off of the ship itself. Yes. Uh, And we can see, you know, water pouring down off of this really beautiful bridge over there and then off of the Continental Divide as well. It was a really fun day to just see all the stuff that you never really see. You know, like this is the infrastructure of the world and how Mm -hmm. commerce happens. And it was just, I don't know. I really nerded out about it. (laughs) And then we'd come across these little towns on the side of the canal and you'd see traffic basically come to a stop because everyone's like, Oh, it's the Mickey ship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the Disney cruise line boats are very recognizable. Yes. And captain Fabian would toot the horn and play when you wish upon a star. And they'd have Mickey mouse and some of the characters up on the up deck, on the deck and yep. waving to people. It was so cool. And then around two fifty, we got to the Mia Flores locks, which are the last two locks going towards the Pacific. And here, this is closest to Panama city. And there's this big, multi-story visitor center. Yeah, it's like it's like six or seven stories tall. There's a restaurant in there. There are four or five floors that just have huge, huge, huge balconies for people to look out at the ships that are there. 
And they were packed. There were so many people there. There were hundreds and hundreds of people in this visitor center. They all wanted to see the Mickey ship. Yeah. And we, I remember we blew the horn so many times. Many times. And the characters were all waving. Like, yeah. There was, were cheers. Like, people yes. were cheering. It was, it was really fun. <laughs> it was fun. We had a great time. It was, I love that Disney was, you know, they leaned into it. Yep. You know, people are there. I'm not going to say it was free advertising. They were, you know, paying, you know, three fifty or three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars yep. to get through the, the canal. <laughs> so they paid for it. But hey, why not? If you've if you've got a Mickey on board, let's use them, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. It took us about an hour or so to get through those last locks, and uh, you'll see a lot of that on the video. And again, we'll post a couple of pictures here, and then we could see Panama City. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, it's. It's big. big. I didn't know it was that big. I didn't either. Lots and lots and lots of skyscrapers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then we we went out and passed these beautiful, like, Frank Gehry designed, I think it's a mu- art museum now, um, this multicolored building with 500 different roof levels and variations <laughs> and pitches, and oh, it was incredible to see. It's beautiful. Yeah, and then you could see Panama City in the background, and... The pilot got off, and uh, yeah, we continued on our merry way. Yes, indeed. And headed off northward into the Pacific Ocean towards Puerto Vallarta. It took us about 12 hours to get through the locks end to end, and uh, it was such an amazing experience. I would absolutely do it again. Yeah. We We did did do it again. again. I'd still do it again. Absolutely. (laughs) It was a fun trip. It's a fun trip. And our towel animal that night oh. consisted of two swans. Oh. He had a baby swan and a bigger swan. That's cute. And that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was the story of our day through the Panama Canal. Again, like the, we'll, we'll share some pictures from this day. I think the best way to kind of partake is, is to show the video. Yeah. And just enjoy that. I'll, again, the link will be in the show notes. We'll share it on social media as well. Uh, That's out on YouTube for for everybody to see. Yes, indeed. Please remember, we are not travel agents. And while we can offer our opinions and suggestions, we do recommend that you work with a travel agent to procure your perfect vacation. If you have any questions or suggestions, please don't hesitate to email us. We're at podcast at adventuresandmousecapades.com. And give us a follow on social media. We're at Our Mousecapades on Instagram, Twitter, and even on Facebook. We've got a page over there, too. Please rate and review us in your favorite podcast app wherever you get us so you can help us uh, get into more people's ears and spread the joy and love that we have about <laughs> Disney and travel and vacations and characters and food. And, and cast members. And cast members. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for flying Star Tours. Bye-bye.